Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Ido Gino. Hailing from Haifa, Israel, Ido Gino is the founder and CEO of Rapid API, which today is the world's largest API marketplace. After founding the company at age 16, Gino received the coveted Forbes 30 Under 30 recognition. He was a 2017 Thiel Fellow and has even served as a co-organizer of Hacking Gen Y. Well, good afternoon, Ido. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. You bet, Ido. I appreciate you jumping on and us being in different time zones is always is always a fun thing. Uh, but thank you again for jumping on. We're going to jump right into these questions so we can chat about your story a little bit. You've got quite the career in technology, in marketing, and now you're the founder and CEO of Rapid API. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I, I don't know about a, um, a great career yet, uh, but it's definitely just starting out. Um, I actually got into the world of technology and entrepreneurship through um, a nonprofit organization that I was a part of called Hacking Generation Y. And our core belief there, so this was a few years ago, our core belief was that software development and, and programming are essential skills that every person needs to have, kind of regardless of the profession you're going to go into. So, I mean, obviously, if you want to be a software developer, you need to have those skills. But even if you're going to end up being a biological researcher, for instance, a lot of that is now done in a very data-centric way where knowing how to work with computers and be a power user is a huge advantage. So the, those computer skills and programming skills are essential, but at the same time, schools and universities are actually not that great at teaching them. And I think that a lot, we thought that a lot of what they're lacking is actually being able to connect the theory of programming and computers into the practice of it, so into actually building something useful. So yeah, they'll teach you the algorithms in the background, but that seems very distant to a lot of people until you actually see how it relates to the real-life creation of apps, of games, of websites, or, or anything else that you're going to work on. Um, so what we did there is we organized a series of hackathons around the world, which basically gave people the opportunity in 36 hours to learn the very basics of computer programming and then create like an, an app or a game or a website, so something real during those events that they can then go and share with the world and kind of be able to see the, the really awesome things that you can create with software once you know how to program that. And that would be the catalyst that would get people to go back home and learn more about uh, software development and programming. So that was kind of our or my first foray into this world. And as part of that, we developed a tool. Um, back then, it had a different name. What later became Rapid API to basically enable developers to more easily leverage APIs. And in, in essence, what APIs are are kind of like Lego pieces or, or blocks that developers can use and embed into their application to add more functionality to it. So if you're building an app and you want to send a text message or you want to send an email or you want to store images or you want to show a map, you could build all of these things from scratch or you could just connect to an API. They'll give it to you out of the box. And we figured that's a great way to help people, especially newbies to software engineering, be productive quicker. Um, so we wanted to make it easier for them to find and connect those APIs and stood up what in essence was a marketplace of these APIs. Um, and over time, between those events, we saw that it was a very helpful platform, even to developers outside of the, the hackathons that we're organizing. So we ended up turning that into a product and a platform that we now um, provide to any developer out there. So fast forward, they were serving millions of developers and helping them discover and connect to any public API. I love that story. 
Um, you know, and, you know, it, it's funny how technology has really transformed over the last, uh, at least in my career, I've been doing IT for 20 plus years, but, you know, Windows 95, for example, was plug and play. That was the new big thing back then, right? And then um, this low code or no code programming, and it's, it's probably more in the vein that you're working on right now, right? It's just kind of a plug and play. And I really like that story. And you're absolutely right. It's going to help a lot of people to build something that's going to be uh, useful and, and productive for somebody that's uh, in this space. So thank you for sharing that. I really do appreciate that. And I know our listeners will. So, you know, now that the pandemic is starting to lift, hopefully, and we're going to go back to some sort of normalcy, what are your plans for business growth going forward? And will it be different than the last 16 months? Yeah. So the last 16 months have certainly been challenging. Um, and I know a lot of people had a really tough time. But I also think from a corporation and company strategy perspective, a lot of companies um, have now realized just how important their digital strategy is. And, you know, especially when you have a pandemic and everybody's locked at home and there is no physical way to serve your customers, you have to have a really great digital strategy or your business is going to plateau. Um, and, you know, we're always kind of talking about, as an, as an example of that, a lot of the larger restaurants and fast food chains, where overnight, you know, if mobile and online ordering was maybe a fraction of their business, usually sub 10% before the pandemic, Overnight, that just became 100% of their business. And that's a huge transformation to undergo in a very short period of time. Um, and I think that with that understanding of just how important the digital channels are, we're seeing a lot of companies investing more heavily now in their software delivery and in their digital experiences. And that's driving a huge adoption of APIs. So that's been a huge um, kind of boon to the API industry. And, and to wrap it as part of that, and I think that looking forward over the next um, few months or quarters or years, that isn't going away with the end of the pandemic. That, that, that understanding of the importance of the digital channels was inevitable. It's been greatly accelerated um, by the pandemic, but I certainly think it's here to stay with us. You're absolutely right, Ido. You know, we had a lot of things. In fact, I've talked to many guests on the show that talk about products that they had on their shelves for years uh, and all of a sudden they had to deploy it overnight and we really have accelerated a lot of the platforms. So I think we're ready for another pandemic if um, God forbid that happened, but, but I think we'll be a lot ready, more ready in the future for these sorts of things. So thank you for sharing your story with Rapid API. So Ida, let's talk a little bit more about tech, right? So you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies within your tech stack. Is there anything you might be able to share with us today? Yeah, I think, you know, at the core of it, when it comes to tech, I'm, I still view myself as a software developer and I'm still passionate about software development. And one of the things um, that I've always find to be really cool about the software world is it's a very democratized industry, right? So if you think about developing and delivering new products, if you're in hardware or in construction, the, the upfront costs are, are incredible and not a lot of people can actually go and start new companies in those spaces. Uh, you need a lot of capital and a lot of resources for that. But when it comes to software, well, nowadays, anybody with a laptop can write an app or a website or create some sort of uh, piece of software and deliver it through the internet to millions. And I think that that's a really 
fundamental shift in how we think about who can create and innovate in the market and is being like a really great democratizer for access to innovation. Um, and as part of that, what really excites me is any tools that lower the barrier for who can create new software and who can code um, and help more, more people tap into that world. So the tools that I get excited about and the new technologies that I get excited about using is anything that helps developers be more productive and help more and helps more people become developers. I love that. Thank you again. And I, and I think that's very important. What you're doing today is, like I said, I've been doing this technology gig for a lot of years and I really am inspired by people at your age that are coming into the business environment and really kind of disrupting things the way they've you know, always been done. And, and a lot of it has to do with obviously some innovation there. So I appreciate your share on that. Thank you. And, you know, last question, can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either technology or entrepreneurship? Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, I kind of shared in the last answer just, and I hope it came through just how excited I am about building a platform uh, that actually empowers developers to create better and transformative software. And I think for me, that, that, that's where I consider myself the luckiest. I get to work every day on solving a problem that I'm super passionate about. And I remember when I was once talking to a really good friend of mine, he was, you know, there are three things. If you think about what career or what industry you're going to be in, you have to think about what, first of all, what are you good at? Uh, what are you passionate about? And what are, um, what are the things that you could do that people are going to pay you to do? And I've been really lucky to find myself, I believe in the intersection of all three of them and solving something that I'm passionate about doing. So I said, if, if I learned anything is that people tend to be a lot more successful when they solve a problem that they really care about solving. That's awesome. Thank you again. And I love the, the energy and that comes out a lot of times in these podcasts, but, but I can tell your passion, the energy, what you started has really grown into something amazing and it's really going to help transform not only the technology side of the world, but, but the world in general. So thanks again. And Ido, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Yeah, it was great to be on. Thanks for having me again. Bye for now. 